Shut up and sit down. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? We're live. The Guy Think Podcast, episode 46. I can't believe it. 46 Where episodes. We're closing in on the one-year mark, which I'm very excited about. You should be so proud. Um, That's great. So, yeah, it's, it's been really cool. Uh, yo, the episode, we're here. You know what I'm saying? We're here. And you should be, too. And yeah, you really you should, should be. be. I mean, as you can see, check the place out. Check it out. Well, but I mean, what a background. That. But we got these. Made so, by my boy John Moore. Thank you very much, bro. It's my bro. pleasure. This Appreciate is a it. black rum old fashioned with some fun modifiers. Mm. Mm. What do you think? Dude, that's damn good. I've been practicing. That's a damn good drink. Holy shit, man. The one thing I noticed when you were making these off camera before we went live is that you, I've never seen this done before. Is You don't just put the orange peel in the drink. You actually wiped the rim of the drink with the orange peel before you put it in there. That's I've never seen that before. Well, I'm, I'm sad that you never saw that before. I've never um, seen it before. I think if I could choose an epitaph, it would have something to do with he made the world a more delicious place. Mm-hmm. Um, the, here's the thing. People, whether they know it or not, <clears throat> eat and drink with their eyes first, their nose second, and their mouth last. So if I can give you something for the eyes, either while I'm doing it or at least make sure the drink is beautifully garnished, mm-hmm. um, then I fed the eyes. If uh, I get those beautiful orange oils, for example, or any kind of a you know aromatic garnish on top of the drink, then it's hit your nose before the drink ever gets to your lips and your palate. And that's two ways I've encouraged you subliminally to want to love the drink. And if the drink itself also happens to be at least above average, then you're going to be just like, how do I spend more time in this guy's bar? This and guy, so, you know, the great practitioners of the cocktail, the great practitioners of the cocktail pick up these tricks and they employ them every last time. And it's like you said a while ago, every attention to detail. And now the cool thing is, having spent all these years behind the bar, I had my first bar shift when I was 19 years old. Wow. And uh, later this year, I'm loath to confess I'll be 47. Um, but I thought 37. Ladies? Yeah. Ladies? Ladies? Uh, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, but you make bold look good, though. I do. I try. You make it sexy. I do. Good. He's bringing you sexy and the rock. back. Yeah, me and the Rock. You and solid the, six and a half out of ten, I think. Hey. It's not bad. We can't all hey. be sevens. Yeah, 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 it's tough to be a seven. I mean, I'm having a hard time being an eight, so. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. The struggle is real. I'm throwing the struggle is real. The struggle is real. It's tough. It's not but easy. But it's easier if you get a cocktail. It's yeah. way easier. So, Gentlemen, John, thank you so I'm much. I'm so happy to see you. Dude, guys. thank you for the invitation. My I God. Mean, it's an absolute pleasure to be here live, West Palm Beach, Florida, mm-hmm. here at Steel Tie Spirits Distillery in the Warehouse District. Yeah, man. Amazing. So, Amazing, um, just to let everybody know, please check out uh, all of his uh, Facebook and uh, Joe's got the Instagram, and as well as, of course, you know, the podcast page itself. We walked around the neighborhood and took a few pictures um, just on the other end of this block uh, here. At, we're at. Um, 1615 Clare Avenue, West Palm Beach. Um, on the south- we're on the southern end of the block, but on the northern end of the block is a place called the Grandview Public Market. And it's, if you've never been, imagine just the coolest food court without the mall. It's like all inspired artisanal, almost food truck quality, uh, super cool food, and there's a great array of different cuisines for you to choose from. So as a destination, it's great. And they're on the southern end of the block, so people sometimes get their food, come over here and kick it with us. Uh, just across the parking lot is a really great craft brewery called Steam Horse. Um, the guys behind Steam were Fran and uh, Matt and uh, Pat and the rest of their team. I know that I'm forgetting 
somebody's name and they're going to kick me in the nuts for it. But anyway, they're brilliant brewers. They've been doing it forever. Um, and they've got Tequesta Brewing. They've got Twisted Trunk. Fran is the guy that used to distill for Kelly McGillis in her Key West Tavern. It's, the building is still there, but they're not doing brewing anymore. But when I found out that the guy that's across the parking lot from me used to brew in my hometown of Key West, I was just out of my mind. There's just so much talent down here in this in this neighborhood, and all we are is the first three businesses that are really doing uh, hospitality and everything else is about to pop. You guys up are right killing now. it, dude. But I mean, I see I mean, we've been open media. a month and a half, and I'm going to be in the slowest time of the year. It's a great time for us to make our yes. mistakes <laughs> as a staff. Um, but I mean, just look how sexy this room is, and you guys can only see it from one little angle. It, this is only uh, a very tiny corner slip. of this place. I mean, it's 6,300 right. square feet. Uh, the front of the house where we're sitting right now, the camera's on the tasting bar. Um, in the back of the house, through these windows just over here to your camera left, uh, we have 2,000 gallon fermentation tanks, a 2,000 gallon still. We're moving in a 200 gallon still with fermentation tanks. Uh, we've got a bottling line. We're manufacturing everything you can can do, you know, by hand. We've got vodka, three kinds of rum. This is actually another kind of rum. By the way, I didn't tell you what was in that old fashioned. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you. Yeah. What so did you put in? By the way, guys, for the new viewers that are just popping into the the uh, show, we're having old fashions right now, yeah. and I, I'm not going. I'm not just saying. Don't this. blow smoke. No blowing smoke. I'm just blowing some truth, and I'm dropping a truth bomb. Best. Fucking old fashioned I've ever had in my entire life. So, David Bouchard, we have our competition. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna have, we're gonna have an old fashioned competition. For the record, if the, anybody uh, watching or listening doesn't know David Bouchard, he's general manager and beverage director of a really great place in Delray Beach, Florida called uh, Death or Glory. Uh, Annie and Amy are uh, the two main owners there, and they're very dear friends. David is one of my favorite dudes in the world, especially in hospitality. He's just He's such a pro, and his drinks are on point, and his staff is all brilliant. So if you guys are anywhere near Delray, get down and see those guys. But David and I have a standing invitation from Joe and Anna to do an old-fashioned competition just yeah. head-to-head. It's uh, I would like to do it that at some point. We're both a little bit busy, but I'm sure we can carve out a night one time. Though. Yeah, we're going to do a live podcast. I think we should Out of Desert Glory? Uh, I think, yeah, I think we could set something up. I mean, I bet you they love those. So yeah, I think it would be really So here's what's in the old-fashioned. Of course, I use the black rum as the backbone. Uh, two ounces of the black rum. By the way, it's brand newly released along with the vodka. So if you guys haven't seen it, but you've got a place where you buy your uh, white and spice black oil rum, we just yesterday shipped two pallets of the black rum and two pallets of the vodka, and so it's out there now, and it's all pretty much the same price. I've never seen anything for much more than like 25 a bottle, which for handmade local is amazing. But back to the recipe. Two ounces of the black rum. Okay. <clears throat> a quarter ounce of Grand Marnier, a quarter ounce of this, which is something Ben, my distiller, Ben Etheridge, the, the genius visionary whose room we're sitting in, this is his vision with his dad. Um, ben forgot that he made this, he had a barrel. He bought the, the first fill of the barrel was bourbon, the second fill was port wine. He got a hold of it for a great price and he put some, uh, some just straight off the still rum and he forgot about it. And then years later when we were starting to set this retail display up, Ben thought he could use that barrel uh, as a retail display like base. And then we went to go pick it up, and we realized it was not empty. And so he opened it up, and it was like one of like found footage on you know for a documentary. That's like finding an old baseball card that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. actually, you know what I'm gonna grab? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm gonna get up and grab a couple of glasses. I want you guys to taste this. Mm. Go while you do that. Uh, quick shout out, Roger Carrison. What's up, bro? Old fashions are awesome. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, bro. Good to hear from you too, by the way. This is the. Sweet. Alex says he's gonna pick up a bottle. He's a rum guy. Love it. 
Thank you, um, Alex. Also, uh, while John's getting that set up, just wanted to give a shout out to Abby Velasquez on my last episode, episode 45. He's uh, in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. He Whoa. just won the fight at the Bare Knuckle 6 pay-per-view two weeks ago. So uh, he was the last guest on the show, so I wanted to thank him uh, for being on the show. Uh, on a, I have also have a Skype show as well. Oh, amazing. So I well, congratulations to him, kicking that ass. He's, he's the man, dude. So, Abby, thanks again for being on the show. And I got some things I'm going to report at the end of the episode. Can't wait. About uh, UFC fighter that's going to be on the show that I've already nice. reported. By the way, to that point, we're looking at uh, working with the local, like, I guess you would kind of refer to it as, like, don't kill me, please. I'm wrong about this. Like the minor leagues of UFC, there's some local rings and promoters yeah, sure. or whatever. Yeah. And we're getting involved with promoting and supporting that whole effort. So awesome. One more guy thing. Anyway, so hey, here's what this right. is. This is the rum that Ben forgot. Uh, it's been sitting for nobody knows how many years. Do you get raisins and black currant? Yeah, I do it's, actually. It's I can definitely get raisins. It's been sitting in good. a poor wine barrel that originally had been a bourbon barrel, so it's super complex. Came out at a super high proof. I want to say it was like 131 proof. I brought it down to 90 um, to use in these old fashions, and it's literally just a quarter <laughs> ounce. He only made, had like 10 or 12 bottles worth of this. <laughs> I, I wish there was something we Dude, could sell. Look at his face. You're like, I'm doing pirouettes in my mouth right now. It smells so fucking well, good. Well, taste it. It's a little bit. It's oh, a little bit strong. Are we gonna are we gonna shoot it or we're we gonna do it? Well, I mean, it's only a little quarter ounce. So yeah. roll it across your palate. Anybody who's doing any kind of a tasting of something that's brand new to them, I always encourage smelling it first, trying to detect and like identify aromatic notes, and then when you do sip it, roll it over your whole tongue so that all your taste buds have a shot at the it. The initial this taste is, is fucking believable. It's the most bizarre rum. He knows how he Never. made this. He remembers everything. Yeah. You just have to get a hold of one of those identical barrels to be able to do it. But like, you the whole, almost the whole taste the bourbon too. Oh yeah, you do. Well, definitely. But the also, oak. the wood is thrown through, mm -hmm. and so much to the point. Like that over there behind the camera, there are three or four more bottles of it. And before I bring them to proof, I have to pour it through like a fine strainer and some cheesecloth because like some of the wood came apart on the inside of the barrel, uh, and it's just still sitting there oh, getting oh, more oh, and more oh, oaky oh, the longer I let it sit. Bro, I gotta tell you, this is just a house of experimentation. We will, we're not just making stuff that makes it. You know what's crazy? I actually taste. I taste the wood. You yeah, sure do. It's right. unbelievable. As soon as you you start to get it down, like as soon no, as and it I rolled it off the palate, dude. And now try a sip of your drink again and see if you can detect like how that plays with the black. Slow rum. down, there, buddy. Here, I'll share. Slow you. down. Catch up. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> I'm afraid you got that friggin' speed demon out there. I'm afraid, dude. Look, I got great food waiting for me. I'll probably go hit that after we're done. I know you're gonna go to the ramen place. Yes, I am. Oh, the duck. Yes, ramen. I am. Yeah. And they had an ice cream. That the up. one, uh, the ice cream place too. Yeah, it's called Sugar Milk. Blending the ice cream. They are nice. For our listeners out there, we got some listeners in the in the chat. West Palm Beach, you gotta come out here. This warehouse, the warehouse district, it's fucking nuts. It's nice. It's, it's amazing. A, it's, it's really a cool place. And it's a place of deliciousness. And, you know, speaking for the brewery and yeah. for the distillery, it's a place of education, too. If you wanna know anything at all about craft beer, get over there and talk to Pat and Fran and Matt and the boys and the girls. Uh, they have some brilliant uh, bartenders that know everything there is to know about the craft beer they're serving you. If you wanna know anything, they'll tell you. They'll sell you growlers. We sit in here. At, is it time? Is it okay if I get into how bad Florida law sucks real quick? Let's talk about Florida law because I got some shit I want to talk about later, oh, but I want you yeah. to fucking get into it. Okay, do it. So get check it out. It. 150 yards away from us, or 150 feet rather, is uh, Steam Horse Brewery. They're allowed to sell you a pint of the beer, a uh, single serving, whatever, in a retail setting. A winery in Florida can sell you a glass of wine. In here in this distillery, 150 feet from the brewery, 
Uh, I can't sell you a cocktail. I'm only allowed to sell bottles uh, on that display. I can give away little tasting samples, but uh, I can give away whatever I want. But I mean, where's the business sense in that? Florida law needs to be modernized. So if you're inclined and you're a Florida resident, you would like to see not just us, but St. Augustine and um, you know, there are 48 local, uh, by, Florida, by local, I mean in Florida, 48 craft distilleries, all of whom are prevented from having a cocktail bar just by <coughs> virtue of the antiquated laws. They came in post-prohibition. They have not been modernized. Um, those laws were meant to stop, like, the mafia. And with all due love and respect to the war <laughs> and the storytelling the mafia gave us, uh, it's time to update these laws and let me have some bartenders earn a living, you know, making tips and making great cocktails. Mm -hmm. Once again, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to make this world a more delicious place. And uh, in, order to, love love that. in order That's to do I, that... I'm so happy to be here right now. I am, we're happy this to have guy you. right here. But, I mean, literally, I can't <coughs> sell you a cocktail, but they can sell you a pint. And I'm not jealous. They're selling you beautiful pints. I, I am jealous. Yeah, There's no reason that, the, that state law should be holding back Florida businesses from employing from within their community, from doing better work. And by the way, this distillery, every bottle of rum that we've ever sold, and it will go with the vodka and the gin we're developing, the whiskeys that we're developing, and everything else we ever do, every bottle we sell uh, generates a dollar donation to a local veterans group. Um, <clears throat> it's time for me to tell anybody who doesn't know that the company was founded by a father and son team. Clint was the father, Ben is the son. Um, I don't know if I told you this the first time we were, we were together on air. Um, when Ben was 15 years old, he got curious about distilling. And he went and bought a book. And his mom was a nighttime nurse, and his dad was a nighttime cop. And he was unsupervised. His brother and sister were already older and out of the house. Dude built a three-gallon still in his dad's garage with shit laying around the house. <laughs> and for almost a full year, he was making really great sour mash whiskey. Everybody I ever talked to had some of it. Wow. Kid is nowhere near old enough even to buy it. Is making stuff that is evidently far superior to the stuff you could buy. In the so he was store. the coolest kid in school. Oh well, yeah, for sure. But one day, here's what happened. One day, his dad came home, uh, not feeling so hot at work. He left a little early. Came home, caught Ben making illicit booze in the garage, whipped his little ass. Yeah. But 15 years later, they founded this company. Um, and the way that story was told by Clint to me, he said. Uh, it was a winter of sort of fall of 2011, Thanksgiving. Ben came to his dad and mom's house, <clears throat> gave his dad a mason jar with some rum. He said, Dad, what do you think of this? And it was pretty good. And they talked about it a little bit. And then Ben came back to Christmas time and said, Dad, try this. And his dad went, Whoa, what did you do differently? And they talked about it. And they sipped over some more of it. And the more they started to talk about it, the more they realized it would be insane not to create this company. And that is how Black Coral Rum was born. They wow. officially incorporated in the summer of uh, 2012, so it's been seven years now. Mm -hmm. um, about a month and a half ago, very suddenly, Clint passed away. Um, he had been the head of the Palm Beach County SWAT team for 33 years. His funeral was very military style, wow. full of honor. Wow. He was active in the local VFW's motorcycle uh, group club that was very service oriented. He was a past president. Huh. Um, it was his idea to make sure that this company, upon its inception, gave money to local veterans. Um, this company is not in business just to do business. We're mm -hmm. going to make everything better, and not just from my deliciousness perspective, but like, <laughs> who needs help? Who can we help out? Mm -hmm. um, phase two of the build out of this place, we're going to figure out a way to capture the CO2 off of our fermentation tanks, pipe it up to a greenhouse we're going to build on the roof, and use that to grow our gin botanicals. So anybody who's creative as shit. Anybody who's so creative. I mean, you guys haven't seen it yet. We're, we're only got to get some tails on here, man. But to my right, I mean, 
it's unbelievable. It's a it's a science lab for booze. That's the best way I can explain it to you guys. That's right. To my right, it's unbelievable. I did take some pictures. They're gonna go on social media. You guys are gonna see this place. This place is unbelievable. And I mean, come on, bro. ladies, guys, <coughs> it's a nice place. You gotta come over here. So here's it's, with it's regard really to the cool. place. We were talking about making sure we talk a little bit about the history. Mm -hmm. This building was uh, constructed originally in 1925 and 26 as a warehouse for the Southern Bell Corporation. Originally there was no floor in here. It was like horses moving goods in and out. Now just once again, you can't see it, but through that wall um, is the original railroad tracks that Henry Flagler built to go between Jacksonville and Key West. Mm -hmm. uh, overseas uh, Railroad. The Overseas Railroad, exactly. So uh, all these warehouses along the way, the Grandview Market is a rehab on one of those little warehouses that used to put stuff on and off of those trains. For transit, this place was moving equipment for Southern Bell to be able to put up more uh, telephone lines and whatnot. <clears throat> in the 50s, the building got repurposed for a local construction company, and we got a hold of it two years ago. We knocked down all the cinder block in here, and you know Ben was is a general contractor. He's just a building genius. He's I feel like Ben has to see the world like it's an exploded diagram of things. Mm -hmm. Like you just take a look at it and go, I know how that works. Yeah. I am not that guy. So I had the wheelbarrow full of rubble of the shit he was knocking down. <laughs> and that was the extent to which I uh, contributed to the build out of this place. But it's been in Clint's vision. And, uh, you know, we're just glad Clint got to see it in its final form with some people coming in and out of here enjoying everything. Um, the building has been dedicated to him. Uh, everything we do is, you know, with a nod toward what he wanted mm -hmm. us to be doing. That's respect. And that's old school. He's you just know? a good I man. I, I actually, I, I you know, I follow you guys. Obviously, love you guys. Um, you guys are like family. Seriously, you know, I, I you're the extension. Company. You're the extension of Steel Tie and Black Coral, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know Ben personally. I know you, uh, but I, I, I love Ben because I love you, man. You know, you're that a great a dude. No, seriously. And, and when uh, I you saw meet the pictures, him, when you meet him, you will find an exceptional human being. I would have left my hometown to come yeah. here and help them, you know, build this brand if it wasn't for good human beings. Dude, I saw the pictures on social media of him and his dad, you know, it's just so cool to see, you know, his dad sitting down, him standing up, you know, it's family yeah. business, father and son team, exactly what it is. you know, it reminds me of a relationship that I have with my dad, you know, we're a team, you know, we're tight, so it's really cool to see that. You know? And by the way, stuff like that. may I Absolutely. jump in real quick and tell anybody who's uh, inclined, and this is a podcast, so you're probably all going to be inclined, <clears throat> find our Facebook or our Instagram under Steel Tie Spirits, we also have Black Coil Rum. Um, for, for Instagram, it's at Steel Tie Spirits, at Black Hole Run. My personal IG is Spirits Evangelist. Ha ha ha. I do nothing. He's like doing a happy him. dance over here. I'll I, tell you. I forgot to do this. <laughs> Take one, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a cold open that we did for the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I love it. I love it. Uh, <clears> it's awesome. Bad. Who cares? Hey, dude? you guys are running out of drinks. Do you need me to make you something else while we're while we're talking? Yeah, if you don't mind shaking yeah, one up. Don't mind. Thank you. Dude, you guys okay with the Hemingway Decree? Whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, look, we're over here. We're sipping. We're tasting. I feel like the world's you know? luckiest guinea pig right now. It's like, oh, you want to experiment and do whatever? It's like, yeah. Now, here, here, I'm just going to throw Go ahead. Send it. That, that's snaps. all I want. Is I just want to throw out right now. This, this is life, and I just want to explain the simple things of life right now, right? We're, we worked all day, or we went to school all day. Whatever you guys have been doing out there, right? We did it all day. Yep. We did it all day. We have people that are watching. We have people that are a actively in our chat right now. Um, but the cool thing is, whether you listen to this show live or whether you listen to it recorded, on your way home, problem. on your way to work, on your way to work or your way to prison, whichever case, or on your way to labor finders, if you. But I want to tell you something. The cool thing about life is those those small moments, right? Those small little clippets, right? You could 
overall, we have 24 hours in a day. We have about 12 hours where we're 100%, right? Where we could do things. If you're lucky. If you're, if lucky, you're lucky, right? The cool thing is, out of those 12 hours that we're active, right, we may have a very small limited time to do things that we truly enjoy. And I just want to say that I am so thankful for my life. I've been through a very tough year in my life, but this right now, this moment that I'm in sharing with you guys is the coolest thing. Because you know what we're doing? We're not thinking about all the craziness in our life. We're not thinking about what's ahead. We're not thinking about what's in the past. We're thinking about the now. And that's the coolest thing about life because time keeps going, right? And it's up to us and our minds to figure out how we're gonna live our life as time goes on. And right now, in this moment, is really cool. It is. We're here at Steel Tie Spirits in the Warehouse District in West Palm Beach, Florida. And I'm having a great conversation and some amazing drinks with two great guys. So, if you don't stop and enjoy your life, you will miss it like Ferris Bueller said. Yeah, that's right. It will 100%. fly right by. It'll be gone. It will. it will. So enjoy it. Enjoy the moment, guys. Ride the wave. Enjoy the good things and positive things that are happening in your life. And have a good drink while you're doing it. Oh, yeah. This moment more delicious. I love it. I love it. You guys I love it. Right oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you, Rod. I appreciate that, bro. I miss you, man. I would love to see you soon, bro. So, thank you for, uh, you know, tuning in, man. But I appreciate that. That's from the heart, bro. You know? Sorry. Yeah, no. Check it out. Man, this is lit. Yeah, we got... Got a lot of comments going through. Peeps, dude. Nobody told you to shout out Mike Lewis yet? Go for it. May as well. Yeah, that's your boy, bro. Hey, shout out to Mike Litteris. He got locked up last night. Yeah, he night. got locked up last night. He's in Gun Club. Huh? Yeah. His first name is Mike, last name is Litteris. He got locked up last night. Shout out to Mike, bro. I hope he got locked up between some teeth. That's why I like Mike Litteris. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, Gloria, you're absolutely right. Live for the day. You got to live for the day. It's so important. You know, and get... I hate to come back to being serious, but you know, I don't know. Like I was driving in the car the other day. It's like you know, not. I've resigned myself to the fact that you can't have everything in life, but you can make the most out of what you have. And I think that a lot of people don't, at least nowadays, get that message. I mean, some people, oh, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. It's like no, you have what you have, and take what you have and give it all that you have. Hundred percent. I know. It, kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. No, you seize the moment. You it's do. like, look, you have a certain amount of finances. Or Carpe diem, brother. Yeah. Car Carpe diem. Live for the day. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, it, it's interesting that you say that. You know, the thing, like for me, with this podcast, right, I have, by the way, I was going to make the announcement on social media, but whatever, no big deal. I have right now, my bread and butter is my podcast, Apple, iTunes, yep. and Spotify are my number. Five stars. One and two, rate us five stars. That's I have over 20,000 listeners right now on my podcast platform. I am so... It's like a small no, no, no. city. It, it has... It has you get 10,000 more, you got the population of Key West. And yeah, grown. you do. And I'm, and I'm so thankful for it, but it's what you want out of life, right? So if I didn't want a, uh, my podcast to grow, it would not grow. Remember? It would not grow, right? But so you, you got to want things in life. You awesome. really do. I'm not saying I'm the most successful guy in the world, I'm not, but there's a mindset that you have to have in order to be successful or even not successful, just the things that you want to accomplish in your life. It's so important. It begins right? and ends with being positive. <clears throat> yeah. Always be positive. You will attract whatever you give off. Yeah. Right. You Absolutely. want some success, you'll attract successful people yeah. mm -hmm. who will help you. Absolutely. You want good, healthy relationships, 
Don't bring fucking idiots around you. Right. Don't bring toxic relationships in your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you're talking about. And that's, mm-hmm. I've always... Well, bro, you know, the, the interesting thing about my podcast is that I have the opportunity to interview really interesting people, mm-hmm. successful people that have really interesting success stories. And the, the amazing thing about it is I do it for myself. I do it for my listeners. But the secret to, to my recipe is that I'm inspired by it. So that actually motivates me to do really good things with my life. You know, to do things that I want to do with my life that are positive and that are going to have a positive impact on others, right? So when I interview people, it's great for the show, but I'm doing it a lot for myself because I am so interested in these these relationships that I build and these awesome things that, I, that I'm able to share, these stories I'm able to share. And that inspires me to make this show more successful. So for you guys out there that are tuning in, have a fucking drink and chill out, watch the show. And more importantly, think about the things that you really want to do in your life. Make those sacrifices and just go for it. Because tomorrow could be your last day and you don't know it. So just go for it. Do it. Am I right or am I right? No, you're absolutely right. Fucking right, bro. Wise guy's always right. The other thing I would want to build on top of that is, for me at least, is once you achieve a certain amount of success, uh, I think it was my father-in-law that said it, is a rising tide raises all boats. And I, he said that one day and it just like the light bulb went off. Once you become successful, once you enjoy the fruits of your labor, if you're in a position to help other people, there's nothing that's more satisfying than helping somebody else. I love it. For me, you know, doing something like that, making a difference is really big. I mean, this podcast, I mean, really, I mean, it made a difference in my life. I mean, this is something I've been looking forward to all week. You called me, you're like, yeah, you went to the podcast? I'm like, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> you got to drive to West Palm. I said, I still don't care. I said, I'm going to come up and do it. And this is a wonderful environment. And this is, I'm, I'm grateful. I really am. Oh, so man. It's my pleasure to have you. Great company. And this, yeah. I mean, this looks good. Try that. That is a right. classic. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. Out of a metal straw. Yeah, we recycle here. Oh, this is awesome. You know, I got something to say about metal straws, but I'm going to hold back for a moment. Makes you think of the 70s with the cocaine wow. people. This is an all-day drink. You're something. <laughs> you can drink this all day. See, here's the thing. When you go to a bar, you have a drink. Hey, eh, eh, you know, you go, you have a drink. Ah, it's good. It's not good because it's the basic shit. This is made from here. Yeah, it is. You're unbelievable. You're a true mixologist, dude. What, tell, tell us about this. What's the name of the drink? So it's a Hemingway Daiquiri. It was Ernest Hemingway's Hemingway drink. It was, a, I'm pretty sure it was his personal recipe with one exception. Whenever he was writing Old Man on the Sea, uh, he was living for a while in Havana, <clears throat> fishing every day, getting all the inspiration for it, meeting all the old Cuban fishermen. Um, and he and his wife, legendary, legendary drinkers. They called, His nickname was Papa. Everybody who knows anything about Hemingway knows that they called him Papa. Uh, in fact, my very dear friends in Key West, uh, I helped them a couple of years ago open the Papa's PLR rum distillery down there. That was just about six months before I <clears throat> came up here to help uh, to join forces with Ben and Clint. Um, but that is his favorite cocktail. When he was in Cuba, Hemingway would order him as doubles, and so his nickname with all the bartenders in Havana was Papa Doble. <laughs> yeah. So he would. So his record, he would order them by the pitcher. His record was in one night, thirty-eight of them mm-hmm. by himself, thirty-eight doubles, and uh, challenge accepted. How'd well, that go? <laughs> it went so well that later his wife kicked his ass. And came down to 42 in one night by herself. Oh, <laughs> they didn't stay married long. Yeah, I'm sure. 
I'm sure. I can't even remember which one of his Did he end up at Alabama Jacks afterwards? Oh, that's the one. Alabama Jacks. Alabama Jacks. No, this was when they were in Havana, not in Key West. Oh, okay, gotcha. It was long after he had moved away from Key West. Um, she's the one, I forget her real first name, but her nickname. I'm trying to pace myself. Her it's nickname was crazy. Pilar, and that's why he named the boat that he fished off of in Havana while he was doing the book yeah. was Pilar, and that's why that rum brand is called Papa's Pilar. This is like my new favorite thing. And if anybody's going to Key West, check out the Pilar Pilar Distillery. It's on uh, like, Green Street. Me, like, I love rum. I love whiskey. I love scotch. I like to have it on the rocks. Like my favorite yeah. whiskey ever. I'm with you. Weird, I got it from Parks and Records. I like it. Bowman 16. I love that stuff. Find your inspiration this, wherever it comes, man. This is so good. Like I never thought. Like if you talk, if you had this on a menu, I wouldn't look twice at it. Now so, this is like my new favorite thing. Well, check it out. The reason I stuck this bottle right here. Hopefully it's in frame. It's Luxardo Maraschino liqueur. Um, it's an Italian uh, liqueur distilled from cherries. So it's got a very, very interesting, completely unique flavor profile. And you only need a little bit of it. Make sure you look up your recipes online. Um, what I do is uh, an ounce of fresh grapefruit, a half ounce of lime juice, uh, three quarters ounce of simple syrup, and then a half ounce of the Luxardo with an ounce and a half of my white rum. I got you on YouTube Live. What's I mean, uh, Facebook Live, too. <coughs> Hi, friends. Hi, face friends. Yes, I Yeah. We got Dana Shaw. Yeah, you need to catch up. Jesus. Oh, my. It's so fucking God. good. I know. Bro, dude, he just poured the drink. He just poured the drink. You're almost so done. Good. I haven't even had it through my first. I'm surprised you haven't had more than that yet. Wait, you're Cheers, not even your first? Cheers, friends. Oh. This is the Black Rum Old Fashioned. These guys oh have the... Oh, my uh, God, dude. These guys have the Hemingways. This is so good. How are you not drinking this right now? <laughs> We're too busy blabbing our jaws. Mm -hmm. Podcast, you're supposed to, you know, chat a little. Yeah, you got to chat a little. That was... I'll tell you. You're drinking like a fish, Dana. Well, I mean, I'm going to be sitting there. I don't have to go anywhere for a while. Okay. That's fine. This is so That's good. I'll just, I'll just you know up. what I love about your logo? Looking at it on the glass mm -hmm. and all the other stuff that you have. And even on that mural, I think you did that by design. His tie is a steel railroad Do you want to let me tell you that? I'm so glad you brought that up. Because it's so, a Oh, yeah. Get a shot of that. So check it out. So, like I said, this building was put up in 1925 and 26. Um, but the <clears throat> the family that I work for has been in the area for uh, almost 150 years. There's a picture over here, um, the Facebook camera, you can probably see a little bit of it. Uh, I'm sorry you guys can't, but I'll just tell you the story. The picture between the mirror and the humidor over there is of a man named Elias Markham. And in 1870, he moved his family here from Oklahoma to be one of the foremen on Henry Flagler's railroad track built. He had a guy that worked for him that was everybody's favorite coworker. He always had a flask, he would give you a little sip throughout the day, make you feel good. Um, <laughs> But the problem with him was that he was nipping off his own juice all the whole damn time. And so he, he had a lot of different jobs, but one of them he kept forgetting. And it was pretty important. It was to be sure that the railroad spike would sit appropriately holding the track in place. And if right. that's not done right, the track comes loose and the train flips and everybody's dead. Yeah. Pretty important, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so Elias Markham was the foreman, didn't want to fire him. Everybody loved him. Just needed to help remind him how to, how to do that one part of his job. So he got some, some twine and tied a railroad spike around his neck, hence steel tie spirits. Really? Check this out, steel that tie awesome. spirits. Ladies, look at all the ladies popping in. How you doing? Hi, right. hi girls. Check it out. Yeah, that display. Nice. A local cool. artist did that for us. It looks like it's been there for a hundred and whatever years. It's, I mean, that, that's like what Florida looks like. Steel tie spirits. Everybody always asks if it's finished. That's the science lab well, with the booze face, right there. That can be any railroad. So cool, right? Yeah. I so the thing the is, because point. the, because the a, guy... We're doing a live... Hold that real quick. I just yeah, want to yeah, let everybody you, know what's you. up. We're doing a live podcast right now. I'm on YouTube. I put the link over there. Guy Think Podcast. 
we're blowing up right now. We got so many people that are watching. Oh, beautiful. We're giving away a free bottle of rum just for fun. But check it out. It's going to be a good time tonight. Uh, I put the link there. Just click on the link, and you could actually watch the live show. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good time. And maybe you can win a free bottle of rum. All right. I, I just have to say, you know, you know, I, I like to pay attention to detail. Jesse Cohen, it's like either a mugshot and a passport photo, or like two passport photos together. Like that, that's his, that's his, <laughs> look, I mean, this guy looks like a mugshot yeah, and a passport photo. Jesse was on the, on the, on the show a couple of weeks ago. What do you mean he was on the show a couple of weeks ago? Oh yeah, that's right. Jesse was right. on the show, Jesse, my What's boy. Up? What's up, Jesse? Shout out, brother. And, How uh, we doing? Janelle Lee, shout out, Victoria Bronfman, and Gabriella Lauria. All right, shout all out, girls. Cool. So look, girls, if you like booze, if you like to drink, if you like to go out and have a good time, we're in West Palm Beach, Florida, in the Warehouse District at Steel Tie Spirits Distillery. They have black coral rum here. It's amazing rum. And Steel Tie Vodka. And Steel, and steel Tie Vodka. By the way, I was going to try it. Why don't we sweeten the deal? I'll so check this out. Check this out. Check yeah. this out. This drink right here is a Hemingway daiquiri. Oh, fucking believable. I've never had a drink like this in my life. It's really good. Check us out at guythinkpodcast.com. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We interview people that are very interesting. Yes. John Moore is very interesting. I mean, you like the mural behind you. This looks like regal. Like it looks I, really good. Bro, yeah, listen. I don't know really if you knew good. this, but I'm from royalty in Italy, dude. I don't know if you no knew shit. this. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Dana Shaw. I'm not. I'm not from royalty. Dana Shaw. Well, can I say it? Yeah, sure. Your credentials. Can I round them off real quick? Because I'm always impressed by your credentials. Go ahead. Former cop, not only in Colorado. But Miami, oh my this Lord. man right here. Seen some business. That's a tough dude right there. Love the guy, nice guy, deadly, very deadly. Love this guy. He is. I'm saying I don't have a lot of money, but what I do have <laughs> a very particular set of skills. Oh Jesus! Christ. Hey, check this I out. I love that. Like I tell you, that's my favorite movie. <laughs> check out that straw. That is a steel straw. Steel. It's made of steel. You know what they did with steel straws in the 70s and 80s? What did they do? Think about it. Just think about Steel it. straws in the center. They didn't talk a lot, whatever it was. <laughs> Would they freebase heroin? The steel straw. Freeway Ricky. Oh, yes, yeah, true, too. Yeah, you do, you do coke. You ever see the straw. movie Blow? No. What? Well, there's you the never movie saw the Blow? movie Blow? There's the movie Blow, oh, and then there's God. the movie The jo I saw Snatch. That was good. Snatch is good. But it's not about Snatch blow. is good. It's not about Blow. The, oh, the movie's pretty good, too. <laughs> so many good movies. What you doing over there, I'm buddy? I'm making a little something. This oh. is one of my own recipes. It's, <laughs> it's a sort of a derivative of a Paloma. If anybody knows anything about a Paloma, it is the most... You don't know, yes, you love my shirt? Thank you, Kathy. Yeah, a guy thing. Listen, Podcast. I got it from a very special woman. I so this is like one of a kind. So we're, this is... This like, cocktail I'm doing? Yeah, what you make? Well, it's... Yeah. See, here's the magic of Hey, cocktail. Alex said he's bringing his biker crew here. To bring it? Are they in route now? I don't think so. They will be. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the we'll no, Just a little note for the cocktail. I love he's got his own dedicated parking lot out there. I we love do. that. It's dedicated uh, parking, parking dedicated lot with, parking. Uh, with the brewery with Steam Horse. Oh, so good. So here's the thing about cocktails. And I've just been such a nerd about cocktails for so long that you can take any basic classic recipe, put one little modifier on it, and all of a sudden it's your own. And that is the magic of craft cocktail bars, is that you get there in front of them, <clears throat> you watch them do some magic, and sometimes it's their own original recipe for a drink. Sometimes it's a, an actual classic. Sometimes I love how he's using that thing so it doesn't splash. I love the attention to detail. It's just killing me. It's yeah, attention to detail. So will you guys wow. drink that for me? Oh, uh, so what is this called? So I got. Um, I mean, I can name it now. 
Yeah, name it now. It's called the guy thing. Oh, I love it. First, there was a beer. So <laughs> and now, we've oh, by the way, all right. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's let no, me have a sip. That is a good. This drink. is called the guy thing. And what's in a guy thing? Um, fresh grapefruit, fresh lime, a little bit of simple syrup, um, rhubarb bitters, and steel tie vodka. What the fuck? You have to drink that. Can I say something right now? I took one sip. You know what this reminded me of? Mm. Christmas. Christmas. It does. You can Thank drink you. it during the holidays. I know, I, and here's why, because at Christmas it time, me of Christmas. So there's rhubarb bitters in there. There's a company called Fee Brothers, F-E-E. Um, they make all kinds of really great bitters. They have chocolate bitters, they have walnut, they have lots of different kind of fruit bitters, and they have original aromatic cocktail bitters. They barrel age and they're super clever. They've been around since way before Prohibition. Mm -hmm. And the, I think the reason why you feel like that reminds you of Christmas is because, like, strawberry rhubarb pie around a Christmas dinner table, mm -hmm. This drink. Unbelievable. All Bitter I salts. Was good. I love this. All I did was hit. I only I thought like scotch was my go-to. This is I just, this is unreal. I just need to come up to West Palm and just and just drink here. Do this, please. Don't you think we are super? Don't you think we are super lucky right now. to let me have a cocktail but, bar so we can do these for everybody? Dude, yeah. we are super lucky right now that we're here and and we're this place is officially closed right now, but we're here doing the podcast, and it's so cool to have that you know that intimate. Yeah, situation that's that we why we wanted to right do it after hours. We are open, by the way, Thursday through Sunday. We open up at noon. This is three dudes in a bar. This is classic a guy thing. This is it. This is called a guy thing. I want to tell you something else about a guy thing. A couple of weeks ago, I was at, and, and this man right here, we, 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 we worked it out. We worked it out, but he threw it down for me. I had an agreement with Robot Brewing Company to brew my own beer. I personally... Went to the brewery, I brewed my own beer, we named it a Guy Think Podcast beer, and we put black coral rum in the Guy Think Podcast beer, and it was a, a rum stout. It was unbelievable. I love that. It was unbelievable. Robot does some beautiful brewing. There are so many great craft brewers all around the country. Mm -hmm. um, it took up until like 2011 to get the count of breweries in America back up to pre-prohibition level. Mm -hmm. And now that, I mean, it's, I don't want to ever describe it as easy because it's all art. But Robot's doing great work. Steam Horse and Tequesta. There's one called uh, Nobo. It's a couple of brothers out of Boynton. We played softball against them. You know, actually, uh, Sailfish Point Beach is a very big... They've got a lot of craft brewers. Sailfish is up in Fort Pierce. It's like a brewery district. Right? South Florida's got a huge wealth of great craft brewers, and we have a relationship with a lot of them. We did a thing that's going to get uh, released out of here. We, we only made 12 barrels of this new kind of rum. Um, it is a double barrel spice rum. So what we did was we took our spice rum and put it back into a new barrel for another year and a half. So oh, wow. usually you would barrel age and then infuse it with the spices, unless you're Captain Morgan. Everybody know where Captain Morgan gets their fucking spices from? Because it ain't from a spice rack. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead say it. It's from DuPont. Oh, the company that gave the world Kevlar and Agent Orange. Hey, no, look, I, I have respect for Kevlar. I like Kevlar. Well, for as a cop, yeah. yeah but you don't okay. want it in your cocktail. <laughs> you don't want to sip on it. That's that where your hangover comes from because your body can't metabolize <laughs> that. Um, most, I haven't done research on all of them, but most of the commercial, big, macro, international spice rum brands are using like heavily pesticide-laden, GMO, cheap Alex products. said Captain Morgan just went down the toilet bowl. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not trying to talk <laughs> shit about a brand. Well, I am about that one because I just really don't want the world to have a hangover anymore when the alternative is what we do. We just infuse it. We got more than a dozen Florida-grown botanicals. 
Why don't you pick one of them and drink it? Or at Peter least give it to Oh, boy. <laughs> Who's watching? No, Peter, one of the guys who plays softball with us, said, hey, you know, hi, Joe. I said, I've been holding the phone all the time. I said, it's Dana, and you're on. <laughs> and you're May as well just switch back and forth yes. in a few minutes. That's you funny. Know? Anyway, I mean, that's the whole thing about our brand is that everything's all natural. Whenever possible, it comes from Florida Farms. Um, Ben distills these products at a lower temperature to keep methanol out. You know what methanol is? I do. Yeah. It's rubbing alcohol. Yeah. It will bind with your optic nerve and give you a throbbing marching band headache the next day. None of that in here. I mean, well, I you can't. guys don't distill, right? Yeah, we do. It's still right there. I thought you guys didn't distill. That's our whole thing. We're the only licensed actual distillery in Palm Beach County. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong. We've been in Riviera Beach in a 500-gallon still that Ben built with his own two hands mm -hmm. seven years ago. Um, there are a bunch of other brands that are local that some of them make really, really yummy juice, but mm -hmm. they're they're having somebody else distill it for them and then they work with it after gotcha. to make some really yummy stuff. And I, mm -hmm. I don't want to make it sound like I'm being a butthole. I, uh, Whistlepig and High West are two of my favorite whiskey brands and they still haven't released their own distillate yet because they got going by sourcing. Hang on, let me just like get through a note on that. Yeah. Um, sourcing is a totally fine thing. I don't ever want to sound like I'm crapping on it. Um, but we're the only actual distillery in there, companies that call themselves something or another distilling. And I have a little quarrel with the language of that. Mm -hmm. Just like, can you call yourself a bakery if you don't have an oven? No. Right. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I just like, semantically. Makes sense. We're huh? called steel type spirits. Makes we don't put steel type distilling in it. But we do. Right. Ben is such a genius. I don't want anybody else making my booze for me. It's, it's really unbelievable how damn good he is at this. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's talking. Well, no, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's sorry. Not, stop. Stop sending love notes to Peter. <laughs> I just downloaded a cat app on your phone. A cat app on your phone. Terrible. Get podcast. He's talking. At least his heart out about Rumble and you download cat apps. What's the matter with you? At least download porn, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Show me after we're done when this shit stops rolling. Um, yeah, these people like it. Yeah, well, God bless. It's a guy thing. It's a guy thing. Porn yeah. is a guy so, thing. Second, and a girl thing. Thank God it's also. So can I comment or, or am I just here to hold the phone? We're going to go back and forth. Okay. It's a comment, conversation. Comment with your mouth. Do you want Comment with your mouth. Comment with your mouth. You don't have to type anything. Just respond. Oh, no, I respond I verbally. Verbal. I could imagine. I typed a whole bunch of shit on your phone. I'm sure you did. I called Peter a hoe. I sent him a cat emoji. You're terrible, wonderful. So we got some new friends. Uh, Dawn LaFlame is watching. Hi, What's up, Dawn? Love Dawn. you, Dawn. Charlie, uh, Dawn. Charlie, you got a really cool-ass looking last name, and I don't want to fuck it up by saying it out loud. Was it? Estrelio. But it's... Sounds good. I'm sure it's close enough. That's I mean, right. That's, that's right. I love you. I hate that I might have <laughs> fucked up your name. Thank you for being here with us. Guys, we're, we're broadcasting not only YouTube Live, but Facebook Live. Just for fun. Facebook Live just for fun. YouTube Live, YouTube Live is serious. Reverse serious on YouTube Live. We are living in the year 3000. We are Facebook Live. I thought we were living in a material world. I'm a material girl. God bless you, sir. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's fucking great, man. Look, I don't even know which one at this point. They're both so good. This is the ending way. And then the other yeah, one. Yeah, I get it. I, you know, I, the the, I think you give him the Hemingway and you drink the guy thing. No, I'm going to drink both of them. All right, God bless. Yeah, one for each lip. Yeah. One for each I'm lip. enjoying them because they're fucking both good. They are. I'm, and I, I'm going to mess with Hemingway right now. Yeah. I think I got time because that's, a, that's yeah. a nice cube right there. Yeah. By the way, I love the, the, the framing of this right now because over your shoulder is my, my buddy old Spike. Dude. Yeah, he's looking pretty dope. 
Dude, guy, anybody wants a tea, a guy thing podcast, hit me up. You got them for sale on the web? Uh, not yet, but I'll, I'll do uh, personal sales with the guy Please thing. Speak. We'll get it. Anybody wants to buy anything steel tie, man? They got a whole. Yeah. Uh, Check that out. Check out those products right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bookcase. The bookcase was so built out. That's uh, locally sourced Pecky Cypress. Ben built all that. Those books are all, I don't know where he got them. They're all 100 years old. Um, if you can see kind of in the middle. And those are actual books. They are. It's not like. Haunted Mansion, where you pull okay. one and some shit slides open. Although that would be dope. I see some. Uh, I see some Webster up there. You got a whole radio. I see a Webster dictionary. So to the left of the radio, you see the urn. Yeah. That's Clint's ashes. That's our founder's ashes. I see some encyclopedia. Really? Yeah, he's here watching, watching right over. Dude, a really cool thing That's happened. That's pretty cool. Um, a f- the week before he passed away, he was. I'm gonna give one of you guys. A yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah. ahead. Here, let me just. I got you there. No, no, no. I like being camera bitch. Bar full of people, tastings of your poor people, a cocktail, and I came over here. Come stand right here. I must have been to get somebody a bottle of wine, and I high five him. And I came back. Six days later, he passed away, and the day after he passed away, this couple came in who had been here the day of that high five him, and I was telling everybody, look, whatever is to draw that day goes to the family for the you know benefit of whatever they need to take care of for his final. Um, ceremonies and all that, and um, so this lady said, I have a picture from last week of you two. Really? And I was like, what do you mean? She, she, she snapped off a picture of me high-fiving Glenn right here. It was one of the last pictures that I'm aware of that anybody took when we passed away. And it's just chilling. That picture will always be like near and dear to me. By the way, do you run like getting the shot? Can you walk over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dana's, Dana's going to do... Right. Guys, Dana's doing a quick walk. We're going to go for a walk. I'm going to stay on camera for my YouTube peeps. This is my cardio for the day. Guys, right now, I'm just going to give you a little heads up of what's going on right now, a little play-by-play action. Uh, it's like watching a ball game right now, and they're, you know, while the game is going on, they got the broadcaster on, so the, I'm your broadcaster right now. But Dana Shaw and John Moore right now, they're doing a Facebook Live video of a vest of, uh, hey, what's that vest about? I need the history on that vest real quick. That, what do you that one belonged to Clint. That was his. Clint. So Clint, Clint Etheridge, the, the father, the really company, the father Clint, of the yeah, Clint of Etheridge, Ben, who's our head distiller, um, created this beautiful distillery. Yeah, that's his vest right there. That's that his was vest he, uh, from his motorcycle. Club. He was in a motorcycle crew. Sure, but VFW nice. base. It's called Nam Knights. Uh, Nam is in Vietnam. Okay, and, Vietnam vets. And they basically respect. just raise money to do a bunch of really good community works mm-hmm. out of this VFW that's like two blocks away. Um, just such a good man. I mean, there's no way to trumpet enough how much good this company looks forward to doing. And as, as we grow, um, mm-hmm. we're going to reach out and do a whole lot more. We're actually creating yeah. a charitable foundation in Clint's name so that in addition to working with local veterans groups, we can do statewide as we grow out into other states in the south. We'll do, mm-hmm. you know, veterans charities. We'll do local as well as other states. Um, first responders because he was head of the SWAT team. Um, he was head of the SWAT. He was team. A, he retired wow. lieutenant, Palm Beach County Sheriff's. He was he ran the Palm Beach SWAT team for thirty three years. Wow. Um, yeah, he was what a great he was dude. Bone chilling man. What a great um, dude, man. What he accomplished, the lives he saved, the lives he influenced. He wrote half the policy on how they run the SWAT team now. Wow. It's just a stallion. Was this um, uh, which uh, SWAT team was he with? Palm Beach County. Palm Beach County yeah. SWAT. So, like, Palm legitimately, when you talk about what's local, what is the definition of local? Like, some people go, well, it's Florida local. 
Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of times, you and I met in a liquor store when I was doing a tasting. I want to tell the, the listeners about that well, story. I mean, we'll get to it in a second, but like whenever I do tastings, I always say, would you like to try some handmade local rum and vodka? And people mm -hmm. go, where, how local is local? And I'll say, uh, West Palm. And usually I'm like in Jupiter or Lantana mm -hmm. or like within 20 miles of here. And you're like, God, I didn't realize we had a distillery that local. Mm -hmm. So the family's been here almost 150 years. Next year will be the 150th anniversary of when he last marked We got his family here from Oklahoma. Legit, these are locals. I'm from Key West. That's pretty South Florida. Yeah. 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 I mean, we and we use all of our ingredients whenever possible come from Florida farms. It's a but just like all of it. And no, you guys were as you local guys are as local awesome. could be. As local as local could be. And that's the cool thing about it. Local. Having, having that is, this guy's got the hiccups too strict. Sorry. This guy's got, I'm going to have to get this fucking guy an Uber. We got an Uber or Lyft. Anybody, any of our listeners who have Uber or Lyft at a local? Call like, come on over. 16, 15, play a little. Fine. Steel tie spirits. If you want to drive drugs. into Plantation, I'll give you a bottle of rum. <laughs> there you go. That's good incentive right there. So, me and, me and this fine gentleman right here, we met. I was uh, I was living in Lake Worth at the time. I had a party coming up in my home, and I wanted to get some rum. And typically... I'm a Captain Morgan guy, so I went to the Captain Morgan. So I walk in, and I see this guy's got his display out, the table out. It looked a lot like this, with his very little ice bucket here. I am I am very pro taste tester. I will you're in there, He's you got the table, sample. you got the table, you got a the lot samples. Of people are pro free sample. I'm in. I'll be there, you know? But the cool thing is that, you know, typically I do the taste, alright, yeah, tastes good, see you later. I don't know, me and John connected, we started talking, you know, and he said, hey. Would you like to try a, a, a local handmade rum. a local handmade rum here in West Palm Beach, Florida? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I was actually coming here today to buy some Captain Morgan rum, so yeah, let me try yours out. I've never had black coral before. And before you know it, John pours me a couple of different drinks. I drink, I'm like, wow, this is really good. He's like, a dollar goes to veterans from your purchase. I'm like, all right, cool, love the veterans, much respect, love you guys. And uh, we start talking. and. Next thing you know, he knows the people I know, Black uh, Black Coral Rum and, and Death of Glory Bar are friends, and I'm like, Death of Glory Bar was on my podcast, this is so cool. I think you should come on the podcast. And I don't invite just anybody on my podcast. Like, I invite interesting people, inspiring people, people that I know that I could have a good time with on the show, my listeners will enjoy. And I'm like, man, everybody's gonna love John. I'm like, right in my mind, what's going on? While I'm talking to you, having the conversation, getting to know you, in my mind, the other little voice is going, get him, get him, get him, get him. So, dude. Pretty quick, he emails me a questionnaire. <laughs> and I was, I, this is my first time being on a podcast, and I thought, as soon as I saw the questionnaire, I was like, this guy's not fucking around. It's not just like showing up, being an idiot and talking. I, never, I mean, I subscribed to a bunch of different podcasts, but I didn't <clears throat> know what it was all about. So I see this and I'm like, Joe knows what he's doing, dude. He's prepared. He's not going to just have some, I don't know, round table discussion that's going to get messy or whatever. It's organized and it's intelligent. And I think that's what sets the guy thing podcast apart from a lot of the other ones is that it's it's got a purpose. It's got, it does, it's, it's not drunken idiots sitting around being, like I, I worry. Except for this episode. I don't know. I think we were pretty pretty educational on this yeah, one. We got There's three idiots. Only one's drunk. Chris is I'm what you call an advanced drinker. My top is pretty high. Well, I'm you a old you distillery general somebody. manager. You don't think I can hold a nah. cocktail on me? Local town drunk? I don't know. I don't know if I want that. Joe Mignola has a message. Huh? Mommy, check your phone. You got a message from somebody. Yeah, but I'm live right now, so it doesn't matter. All right, it doesn't matter. 
So, so okay. Melissa from Bumble, um, you're being put, being put on the back burner because uh, Melissa I got Bumble. Yeah, you did. I got Bumble. <laughs> I'm on Bumble, by the way. So Me too. Funny. You're on Bumble too. So fairly recently, I think podcast. I'm fairly recently single as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about well, them drinks? How about them uh, Bumble girls? So what do you think? Let's let's. Uh, you want to talk about? Yeah, let's get right? off topic. Let's yeah. get off topic for a second. Bumble. Let's talk about online dating for a second, because I Have I you? just started popping in there just to check it out. I'm doing like a little peek. I'm doing the old little. Let me open this door and see what's in this room. Kind You're of testing thing. the water. And I'm peeking. I'm doing lots of peeking right now. Yeah. I heard so. a really interesting podcast. It was one of the um, NPR ones. I think it's called How I Built This, and they interviewed the lady who created Bumble. She happens to also be co-founder of Tinder. Really? And fascinating. Look that shit up and get that episode off of uh, How I Built This by NPR. And I forget her name. I hate that I did, but fascinating. All of those are on on the uh, How I Built This. They interviewed the Warby Parker people whose glasses I'm wearing right now. Anyway, like people whose businesses changed the world and how they got to that place. Mm -hmm. And this woman was talking about how um, Tinder became so lascivious, basically. I don't want to put words in her mouth or anything else other than cocktails. Uh, <laughs> but <sorry. clears throat> I want to make her as delicious as possible too. Anyway, so like everything kind of went sideways for her in a way that I'll let her describe on that episode if you want to look it up. But um, she went off looking for her next adventure, and she was kind of a natural entrepreneur, and she knew some some VC people and uh, venture capital, not Vietcong. <laughs> Damn Viet Cong. Damn Viet Cong. She knew some Viet Cong. See him over here in them trees. <laughs> Viet Cong didn't do nothing to me. Char- Charlie don't surf. I don't know if you read this. Anyway, off the rails. So um, she, one of the VC folks that she knew, um, took a look at it and offered her a, a way of thinking that made her come back to, like she didn't originally want to do dating anymore in the apps or whatever she was going to create next. And he said, I think you have an opportunity to do it better and more driven toward women. Um, and so Bumble, the really cool thing about Bumble is that the woman has to connect or contact and say something to the man first. So mm-hmm. if you both swipe right and connect positively with each other, the woman has 24 hours to say something Bumble. to the man on Bumble. 24 hours. And after that, the match goes away. Dana, how many hours? 24 hours. 24 hours. And it's like Jack Bauer. It's like, you got 24 hours. Nowhere near as excited because sometimes 23 hours elapse and you're like, nothing has happened. So in that way, nothing like Jack Bauer. Yeah, the poor guy hasn't sleep for a day and a half and I shoot a show. What do, you, what do you think about it? Like your experience so far, how long have you been on Bumble for? Well, I met the woman I just broke up with on Bumble and we were okay. together for a year. Hi. Okay. There is nothing yeah. wrong with her. It just like long term wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, and the woman I just broke up with, I met her on Bumble. And she was wonderful. She is wonderful. She's a really solid mom. She's a doctor. She's super intelligent and very interesting. And just sometimes you don't match. Now, here's my thing about relationships. If we're lucky, every relationship we ever have, romantically speaking, except one, all except one, are going to fail. And if we're smart motherfuckers, which hopefully we are, we take those failures, learn something from it, and use them as a series of lessons to bring us to the relationship that lasts the longest and takes us to the end of the road. That's 100%. a true statement. 100%. 100%. Yep. So Tinder, if you want to get laid, pretty fucking dope. 
Uh, when I was living in Key West uh, for the last... Best promo for Tinder ever. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, get late, it's but it's fun. not like I am the first one to crack that technology. Everybody knows. So when I was first, I used to be married. Um, and when I first got separated from my wife and it was clear we weren't going to be married anymore, my buddy Tim Rabier, who I love dearly, has a bunch of great bars in Key West. Check out Tim. Uh, go to General Horseplay, go to Key West Tiki House, Mary Ellen's in Key West, a bunch of dope bars. Uh, he's a dear friend, and he and I were drunk as shit one night, and he said, you should get on Tinder. And I said, okay. And pretty quick, the first lady that hit me up on Tinder was coming to Key West on vacation from Michigan with her husband who likes to watch her fuck other dudes. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> More to the point, likes to watch other dudes fuck her. Oh, dude. It's the, I think the word is cuckold. No, 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 wait, dude. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It, but it ain't voy voyeur is a dude through the window. It's a dude through the window, you're right. <laughs> this guy yeah, is sitting in a corner punching his clown while I'm banging his wife. That's not, we didn't do that. I never even met them. But, like, she goes, I don't know if that's something you're into, but you look like uh, whatever I had on my So basically, you fuck her while he watches. That's right. And so I said, and I never met them. Let me be clear. That's, I'm not really sure how I feel about an audience, although I'm not really closed off to anything. Um, 46 years old, you're totally single. Yeah. And you fuck a lot of times if you do it right. But anyway, so. Oh, we got a comment. Hats off to John. Very intelligent, old school values, and brings it on as a straight shooter. Is she on Tinder? Is, that a, is, it, is it a shit? Is that a single hat? Right, no, it's a fellow guy. But <laughs> oh, so we're giving you some props, dude. Well, I appreciate that. No matter what your gender or who you are, what your prompt Dude, pronoun. we're over here drinking fucking guy thing, motherfucking podcast. Sorry. Fucking. Jungle juice right here. Not that I don't want to toast. It's a, it's a guy thing cocktails. Ain't jungle juice. Jungle juice is when idiots. Jungle juice is like things. full loco, bro. No, jungle juice is when. First thing that popped in my head. Yeah, jungle loco. juice is when you don't know what you're doing in cocktails, and you just dump a bunch of shit into a jug, shake it up, and give it to everybody in the party. That's college. Right there. <laughs> yeah, punch, punch, jungle juice, nightmares in a glass. That's. But these? I had some jungle juice in New Orleans a few years ago. And then you Did pooped you? your pants later that day. <laughs> I was, we were at, but I like to call it in New Orleans, Bayou Butt. <laughs> I had some ass. Bayou Butt. Yeah, swamp ass. Basically, swamp yeah. Ass is swamp ass or Bayou Butt. That's when you mix crawfish, jambalaya, and some grenades. I love jambalaya. Bayou Butt. That's what I had. Let me tell you. It was nasty. There is a product. Sorry. There's Sorry. a product here. Sorry, you girls. Girls, I just want but, to say but I'm hold sorry. On. I know you love my face, and it's cute. I know it's cute. But his ass I'm sorry is I didn't mean, I'm sorry I didn't mean to talk about Bayou Butt. All right, go ahead. There's a product that you can get at like Target and probably Walmart, and it's called Boudreaux's Butt Paste. <laughs> Dr. Boudreaux was the athletic trainer at LSU for the football team. Really? And they got some swamp ass, and he came up with this grown-up version of Desitin that helps pretty yeah. good if you ever get into that problem. So Like Gold Bomb. But it's a paste, not a powder. I prefer uh, starch. Yeah. Let's get back to the cocktails. Powder. So where did this conversation? I know we're going way. No, up. we were doing the online dating thing, the Bumble. Yeah. The Bumble. So I got you so telling Bumble's me while really we were live that I got a message from a you girl did. on Bumble. You did. Her name was Melissa. Probably still is. Hi, Melissa. Hey, babe. <laughs> we'll put you on the spot. It's like oh, I actually, have, I'm recording the guy? camera right now. Melissa, what's up? Like so my yeah. so did you see what I mean I didn't see the whole picture. Did you see what she wrote? It, it, no, it's just the notification. Uh, it was a little you notification. Okay. Yo, I'm getting hit up on Bumble. Listen, to all them chicks that are watching live right now, single, and I'm putting myself out there. HIV negative. <laughs> For now. Big. That's big. For now. <laughs> For now. Jesus. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, wrap that rascal. 
digress. Anyway, so in the world of online dating, I like how I, I like how Bumble I like how Bumble does it because it empowers the women in a world that doesn't really very well empower women. <laughs> no, no, I think Bumble is better than Tinder because if you're in, if you're into like the serious, you want to meet somebody nice, you do the Bumble thing. Matches and got a whole lot of. You do match. You don't do bumble. Match bumble. No, 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 no. Because no, no, if the girls reach it out to you first, the odds are it's it's probably going to be a positive situation. Honestly, the thing, the way to boil it down is that bumble, they don't get anywhere near as many dick pics, <laughs> and that's not what a woman wants, dudes. Stop sending pictures of your penis to the women that you've never met. Yeah, dude. If you're, you gotta you know, be honest, penis ain't. It's kind of ugly, dude. You ever heard the phrase... Boob, boobs and butts of, on a woman are fucking hot. Have right? you ever heard the phrase... Penis is no good. Have you ever heard the phrase, cute as a so, dick? No, you have not. No, and can't. that is why you should never send a dick. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, look. I, I, I love my junk, but it ain't pretty. No. Yeah, that's why you keep it zipped. Zip that shit. Zip it. Don't you kind of feel bad for women? Zip it. Pop, lock it, put it in your pocket. Pop, lock it, and zip it. I can dig that. Don't you feel bad for women, <laughs> though, that it's the last thing they find out about a dude before they sleep with him? Mm. I kind of feel like that's unjust. You said, like, what the dick looks like? What they're packing. Like, if a woman is, whether you meet him 10 minutes before, or you've been dating him for however long, a month or two before you to knock it out, the last thing you're going to know about a dude... And, and vice versa, by the way. The last thing we really truly know about a woman is what they have yeah. uh, down True. below. And be like the Amazon. Like there's two. There's two. Wait. There's two sides to that story. Okay. Yeah. One's there's a penis. One's a vagina. Uh, well, we can, we get that part. But right. side side A is you do the do the right thing. You take the time to get to know the chick. She gets to know you, and then you get in there, and then you know it doesn't. Hopefully, the uh, chemistry is good. The chemistry is good. But that's and then the it thing. It's based matter. on hope. But then if you flip it, if you flip it, and then you kind of like going really quick and you're like you kind of like the girl and she kind of likes you but you're but not there's quite sex there chemistry yet. and then there's sex chemistry but then you see the each other's junk and you're kind of like oh his penis you know? is a jenga piece this thing's going <laughs> to the left i don't understand that it's going or up worse there. a tetris it's piece. going fucking this way and this way crazy right look my the guy's dick looks like an allen wrench there's something if it looks like it came you know, out of tetris <laughs> vagina i don't know it looks like a papaya i mean this is problem but then if you take the time you drink. like the girl and she likes you and you take the time then i don't think it really matters what it looks like but let me tell you this going back to what we were talking you know about what earlier I'm saying? I, mean, I, I don't know i'm, I'm throwing fruits and fucking tools out there but yeah, you know I'm trying but to, to add to like, your here's the thing when a man loves a woman there's a socket you got to put it in the socket yeah, you ever see Practical Jokers? I love that I love show. Dude. Practical Jokers. Shout out. Practical Jokers. Yeah, Practical oh, by Jokers. the way, I, I did the analytics for my podcast. Yeah. All the guys that are on that show and Practical Jokers, they actually listen to my podcast. Do they? What's up? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm fuck no, I was going to say Oh, you dick man. <laughs> so, like, to go like forward with, stuff. like, the point you made just a little bit ago about so surrounding yourself. I'm going to try. No, no, no. I'm not selfish. They're only last week. So... To, to follow through with the point we were talking about. I don't know what it's looking at. It's going to look like a cocktail. Both of you guys, not me. But that's all right. All right. Well, I mean, you got this looking at you. We got coverage. Yeah, yeah we, we got, got coverage. coverage. So to follow through with the point we were making a while ago about if you surround yourself with positive people and positive cocktails, positive things can happen to you a lot more easily. 100%. Yeah. So I think the same can be said of online dating. If you if you really want to... I'm going to ask you a real question. Right. So... All right, we all, we all go through things in our life, right? Positive, negative, amazing stuff that we feel, holy cow, like this is the greatest moment of my life. 
at the lowest moment of my life, right? But what gets an individual to positive thinking all the time? What gets you to that level? So for you, I want to ask you, because you're a positive guy. Every time I've met you and we've interacted and we spoke, even through text or call, super positive. But what has brought you to that positive thinking? Being exposed to an enormous amount of negativity. Yeah. Okay. I There are some people that are super close to me. Yeah. <clears throat> to this day, that sometimes I just can't help but just bitch. Um, one of my Can best. Can you pull that microphone closer to you? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they. Cool. Sorry. Sometimes they people just can't help but, but bitch. Now, like I, I, one of my best best friends in the world. Um, she's a single mom and a dear friend, and we briefly dated, and she was in Key West and is one of my closest favorite people and we talked a lot over the last few days and she's been dealing with some family stuff um that's super negative and it's not her fault uh and she's not a negative person she's brilliant and inspired and just one of these people who if you gave her the right tools would change the world i fully believe it um but there are other people who don't really have it in them to be that kind of a positive thing until something else happens to them so i was telling her she was she apologized for for bitching mm-hmm. for like going through this huge event and i went dude i'll take a vent every time but as soon as you call 12 people in vent then all you're doing is reliving the negativity yeah. all you're doing is reliving the negativity party, rather than yeah, it's a soul party, party bro it's yeah. right so if, i'm at, if I'm at the fucking laundromat you know what i'm saying and you Watch meet a stranger yeah yeah so if you're somebody who needs to vent to one or two people, like, I'll take that every day. But if if I recognize that, okay, you've told everybody in the room one at a time, and now it's my turn, I'm gonna shut you down. Mm-hmm. Because what I want to do is retrain your aim down the muzzle at something positive. Get that bullshit into your rearview mirror. Yeah. Move past it. If you, my mom died 15 years ago on the Fourth of July, and that's, that's my sucked. birthday. The Fourth of July. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, and people go, oh, my God, that must suck for you. And I'm like, no. The fireworks are either for her or from her. Yeah. I like that thing. Pick one. They're both brilliant. And they both remind me of how much my mother loved me and how That's much I love her. beautiful, man. God yeah. rest us all. God bless you. God rest us. Emily Ann. Absolutely. And by the way, my friend uh, Alex Dupuy um, let me come to a pop-up bar uh, at her brand new place called Ravish Kitchen in Lantana Lake Worth. Uh, right across the street from Oceano Kitchen. Super cool little place, and we did a pop-up steel time black coral menu on the 4th of July, and we had a drink named for my mom. It was, uh, what was it called? My, my mom's from Chattanooga, and so she loved, like, peach tea. Mm-hmm. So we did a vodka-infused peach tea riff with some, like, apple cider in it and some cool shit, and we called it Emily Ann's Tenacious Tea. Sweet. I like Love that. It. And it was a Love brilliant it. cocktail, but, like, on the day of my uh, 15 years it's been since my mom ran away to the other side of the rainbow, what are you going to do, be a mope? No. You remember the best way you can. You tell all the best stories. You don't talk about how fucked up and sad you are X years later. Yeah. You celebrate. You don't get defeated. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the rest of your life is going to be bullshit. Yep. And if you put the bad in the rearview mirror, somebody once a long time ago put it the best, and I just love to repeat this. I don't even remember what it was. If you spend too much time staring at a closed door, you'll never realize how many doors are opening up behind you. Stand up and turn around. Stand up and turn around. Find something good in your life. Don't get so down and defeated. If you feel like you've just been in the shadows too long, go find the sunshine. Get to the beach. Mm -hmm. 
You sound good. I'm with you, Hunter, That's a brother. Great message. I'm with you. I think it's a beautiful message, man. It's the only way to live life. God bless your gonna... mother, brother. Thank God you, bless her. Thank Seriously. We're pretty sure that that year she stopped off in Atlanta because she was a big Braves fan. Mm hmm. And they had like a crazy like seventeen game winning streak right after she died. Oh yeah, I remember. remember that? I was a huge baseball fan. Yeah. Yes, seventeen game yeah. winning streak. It was, it was unreal. Bananas and yeah, my they were unreal. They were unstoppable. My mom's sisters and I were like, "That fucking woman's in a win. He's a turn field." That's so hilarious. cool, man. Anyway, you know. So that for you, that's that motivating drive to be Absolutely. positive, right? Okay, I love it. You look, look around this room, look around this building, look mm -hmm. at the business model that we got, the family that I have the honor to be able to work with. Yeah. There's, there's nothing more important than family. And yeah. if you're going to build a business and a brand, do it with that in mind. Have charity at the heart of it. Have positivity at the heart of it. We're not here to just sell you something that's new and different and has mm -hmm. our, our logos on it. We got a message. We got a purpose behind the brand, yeah. and it's all about positivity. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I'm all, bro, I'm all about positivity. I live my life about positivity. Cheers, friends. Cheers. I've had, I've had a struggling year, you know, and, and for me, with all the craziness that has happened, you know, is it is a decision-making process. It's like, okay, I've had all these really negative things happen to me in my life. Not just, you know, negative here and then time goes on, something else happens. I'm talking negative, 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 all in one shot, bundled up. It was like a domino effect. You know, so you ask yourself, how do I recover for something like this? And guess what? Well, That's life. Everybody's going to have to deal yeah. with a shit run mm -hmm. like that at some point. And, 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 and you're absolutely right. And I, and I feel that, you know, things are going to happen to you, right? Things that the, 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 the road of life, right? And when we're young and we're children, depending on the parents that we have and how they raise us, we have a certain outlook and expectation of life, right? Uh, as we go through life as adults or becoming adults, things happen. And, and the incredible thing about it is, um, you know, whether we want to believe it or not, negative things are going to happen, bad things are going to happen, things are going to happen that we don't expect are going to happen, ever going to happen or want to happen to us, but they do. So it's how do you handle it and how do you move on from it? Yeah. There are people that they, they, <clears throat> a couple of negative things happen to them and they, they, they came they in, apart. that's it. They can't even and stand then, up again. But if you have that mentality and mindset where this is life and these are the things that I want to do with my life and I'm focused on the things that I want to do with my life and I know on that road for me to do the things that I want to do to be successful, the things that I want to do to make me happy, I'm going to run into roadblocks, I'm going to run into negativity, I'm going to run into things that are going to knock me down on my ass. What am I going to do about it, right? It's not so, how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get up. How many times you get up? Knock me down nine times, I get up ten. That's that's the ticket. So the mentality, that 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 mindset of you know what I'm, I don't care. I know these things are going to happen to me as much as you that can never know what they are when they show sucks, up. But I know but you can be there are negative things better. that are going to happen to me. There's bad things that are going to happen to me. There are things that I didn't expect in my life that are going to happen to me. You know what? I have that mindset. Those things are going to happen on my road to where I want to be in my life. So when you can take that stuff in stride, even though it hurts sometimes, and even though you're like, oh man, I'm, I, I feel so let down. If you can take that in stride and know, hey, this is just a part of the game. I gotta go through it, you go through it, and you get to where you wanna go. I've had events that have happened in my life in the last year, two years, that on those specific days that those events have occurred, I did my podcast on those days. 
And you know what the crazy part is? I didn't do it because I wanted to do it on that particular day. It just so happened. And Life I made the decision to, to go through with it anyway. And what happened? What was the result at the end of the podcast following the bullshit? Yeah. How did you feel? I felt great, man, because I was doing something that makes me feel good. Sure. No matter all the craziness that's going on in my life and all the negativity that's happening, I'm still pursuing things that make me happy and bring me joy and that are helping others. Dude, like, I couldn't be more that's happy. That's the formula. That. It is the formula. Yeah. That's it. So that's why I love interviewing people like you and being friends with people like you and Dana Shaw because it's positivity. It's I don't give a shit what happens in my fucking life that fucks me up or makes me feel like shit or makes me feel bad or knocks me down. I will get the fuck up just like you two fine gentlemen will and we're going to pursue the things that make us happy in life no matter fucking what because I'm here today and I'm gone tomorrow. I don't give a shit. So thank you. For being here and inviting us it's on the show, because I fucking appreciate it, brother. Seriously. Facebook Live, we love you. YouTube Live, we love you. Uh, Joe, Dana, yeah. I love you guys. It's, this is amazing. Dude, is there any? Is, is there any topic we haven't hit that we need to? Or yeah, actually, you're coming to the other one. We're gonna get it right. I feel like this is like the positivity. This is a good positivity. We're talking about serious I mean, I'll stuff. get up and go make Let's, cocktails again. Listen, you, you know, um, I'll just mind another elbow exercise if you don't mind. Elbow exercise. Yeah, all of us I and I love that. you and God bless you. The phone was upside <laughs> down. Day, oh, it was upside down. So, okay. We'll keep it on Dana Shaw because everybody loves Dana Shaw. I don't Shaw. know where you could sit. No, no, because it's facing out. You got to put it the other way. So, oh, is it really? Yeah. So, so we've been filming the glass for oh, the past yeah, 15 yeah. minutes. Sorry, guys. Sorry. All right, so I'm going to make a little thing here. Roger, bro, God puts us in troubled waters because he knows our enemies can't swim in them. I like that. Another thing is, God gives his that. biggest challenges to his strongest people. I heard a really And Alex that. says, put the trash to the curb and wait for the garbage guy to throw it out. You can do that too. I like that. I like that too. I heard a Waste management, pick up that moment. Yeah. Dude, thank All kudos to Facebook and our YouTube followers for all these bits of wisdom. I'm going to add one more thing to it. Mm. The other day I had to get a rental car because my car was in the shop. Yeah. Whatever was the preset station when I turned the rental car on. Some dude, some whatever radio station goes, um, oh, what the fuck was it? It was, it was so brilliant. It was, uh, if you don't heal what hurts you, you will bleed on those who did not cut you. Oh, wow. Wow, that's what? deep. I like that. That's deep. The That's fuck. deep. That, like, I put that straight up on my Facebook, and I just, I really hope I remember that sentiment at I, all times. I'll um, tell you. So while you're, while you're pointing the camera at yeah. I'm making us a quick shot mm, because okay. I don't want Dana to get ahead of us again. Shot, 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 sh
You were an animal. <laughs> so, dude, I thought I was a quick passes. drinker. You, you crush me, dude. I know. You really do. Lots of experience. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Oh, oh big pun! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Guys, I, I love that there's there's love going on in the chat right now with with, with the chatters back and forth. I love the stream. Brittany Stern showing love to Rod. Rod showing love to Britt. That's so cool. I love that there's love being shown in the chat. This is live right on the motherfucking show. What's going on here? What's this called? This and what's called it? Gold Miner's Daughter. Gold Miner's Daughter. So it smells like fantastic. Two parts spice rum, one part white rum, one part ginger mint syrup, one part lime juice. This will be like a mint key lime pie in a glass. Mint key lime pie. And it's going in your mouth. In a motherfucking glass. To your health, boys. And girls. Salute. God bless you guys that are tuning in. I wish you could be here to have a drink with us. That is clean. I like that a lot. Balanced. Wow. Wow. It's not, yeah, like, you know, when you take shots right back in the day, it's like, oh, you got to stomach them, you got to push them down. That's smooth. That's like silk. Yeah. That's super good. Mint key lime pie like glass. It tastes really good. It For our Facebook uh, listeners, Hi, God Facebook bless friends. you guys. Tune in. I put the link on this little thingy here. Tune in on, uh, on YouTube. Thank you. Love you. We're still, on, we're still on YouTube. Uh, we're still on YouTube. Yeah, Facebook doll. Hey, do you guys want to try some of the juice straight? Do you care? Yeah, oh yeah, challenge accepted. It's not a challenge, man. Oh no, 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 I mean, we're no. not ripping full shots. You, you know, you're right. It's not a challenge. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's a, different. It's a really yummy way to enjoy a really good booze. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Specifically, I think I'm so do. happy that you invited me out here to do this with you. Oh, really, dude? <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, bro, you were you were the guy. I have a co-host team on a guy's podcast, and I want to say I'm very blessed to have these really cool individuals that I know in my circle that I love very much, that I trust, and and that I just love being around. They're just good, positive people. Dana Shaw, my man, is one of them. And when I have my shows, I have the the particular guests that are on the show for that night. I choose who I want to co-host with me, and I know my boy Dana Shaw. This is Dana Shaw's show. She says jam? Yeah, 100%. It's not, a, it's not even about me, guys. It's about the guests. It's about who we're talking about, where we are, and my co-host. I'm last on I the list. I kind of feel like it's about the listeners and the viewers. Always about the it listeners is. and the viewers. It's for the listeners. Yeah, I always mean, about the listeners and the know, viewers. You know, if we're not spreading love and positivity, I wouldn't be on the show with you. Yep. And that's what I love about your show. Thanks, brother. Yeah, so check it out. Smell this before you sip it. Tell me that it smells like any vodka you ever had. No. What does it smell like? I mean, it smells popcorn. Popcorn? Popcorn. Yeah. Really? That's interesting. 10% of it is corn. 20% rye, 10 wheat. I'm sorry, 70% wheat, 20. The nose rye, may be small, but it could sniff pretty good. Like a drug sniffing dog. <laughs> a movie theater dog. <laughs> popcorn. Anyway, I love it. People talk about uh, fruit aromatics, a little bit of vanilla people talk about on the nose. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to give a bottle of <clears throat> this one particular Texas vodka um, in here. It's the best episode ever. Mm -hmm. And uh, people it. always smell ours things. and then smell theirs and they're like, Come that's... On. They talk about the fruit and the vanilla aromatics on, on the nose on ours and people are like, oh shoot, that smells like rubbing alcohol. John. Yeah. 
This, this is not. Smoking. This is my favorite episode to date. I got out say. of forty-eight. I, I yeah, got forty-six. Forty-six. Yes. I'll say where we are in two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really is, man. Because this is this is. How but it's I fun, to do my but it's delicious, but it's also educational, <laughs> informative. We're shooting the shit. We've given out some cocktail recipes tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tasted some stuff. Hey, is any uh, for those of you commenting and watching live, if anybody wants to know anything about. Uh, any of the recipes or how we do any of the stuff, um, comment right here while we're live and let Joe ask, uh, uh, read it out loud and we'll talk about it. Yep. If anybody's got anything specific they want to talk about, you can just send us messages. Yeah, shoot it, shoot, you know, just type it in real quick. What subjects you want us to hit up? Yeah. What questions you have? We'll, we'll do it live. We're, we're, we're right here. We're, we're right here. Bring it up. Bring it yeah, up. Yeah, we do. We don't care. Unfiltered. We're going to take a shot and then we're going to, right after the shot, we're going to talk about iguanas in Florida, invasive species. I got something to say about it. Now that tell is me, smooth. Everything about you and everything about the the alcohol that you have is. Smooth. Is that the smoothest vodka that you've ever had? It is. It really is. I'm not. I'm not blowing smoke. Like that. Can I talk I'm about really the vodka good. for about 20 seconds? Yeah. We approached creating this vodka the way you would approach creating whiskey. I've traveled a lot and I've gone to a lot of distillery tours, and a lot of times what you have happen um, at distillery tours, they'll give you a, ch a chance to blend some whiskeys and make your own little like. A half a bottle or whatever of some kind of blended whiskey in a lot of these you distilleries. You can do a full pull if you want. I thought that was pretty good. No, you, you can do a full pull. What's the, what's the flavor on there? It's just, it, it's vanilla. It's a blue. It's a blue. Don't We're get, all adults here. It's don't time get, to take your freedom back. Don't get you guys bet, better definitely call an Uber. That was my dad, by the way. <laughs> I live two oh, miles away. And oh, I, how's this motorcycle doing? Dad, how's your motorcycle doing? We're gonna expect an answer post haste. Oh yeah, by <clears throat> typing right now. Don't like, get so that. There's a couple fingerprints on it. Like I went by a house the other day. I'm just fucking high five. Crazy fucking hands. Don't get that blue on your balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, vodka. Go. So, um, Twenty seconds. Elevated speech. Only go. Only twice. If it's the last damn thing I do on this earth. I will dispel the myth that a high number of distillations is a good thing. So, like Tito says, seven times. Yep. Western Sun says ten times distilled on their label. Uh, there's one called Purity that I think is like 37 times distilled. Um, a lot of different vodkas and, and booze brands have a high number of distillations on their um, on their labeling. All that tells me is that they're starting out with cheap ingredients because it's way cheaper to buy garbage drains than and redistill it over and over again than mm -hmm. it is to buy really good local non-gmo pesticide free whatever you know clean grains you can get a hold of those are more expensive and it's easier to redistill and remove odors and remove bad flavors mm -hmm. um i love purity vodka tito's is the biggest vodka in tito's north america huge. do you know yeah. who hates tito cattle and goose do you know who uh i would love nothing more than to uh be right beside on every shelf in north america i would really love to be right beside tito Hmm. They have figured out a beautiful formula, and their their brand is so sophisticated, and their marketing is great, and their vodka is obviously good, or else nobody would buy it. Yeah. Um, but like that's what we want to do. We want to provide an alternative, and so as that alternative, we created it the way you would create a whiskey, and so it's got a straight up backbone. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you sip it straight, it's so good. It's seventy percent wheat, twenty percent rye, ten white corn. Corn has a sweetness and a roundness. Rye grains, uh, if anybody's ever had straight rye whiskey, you know that it's like 
peppercorn and dill flavors mm-hmm. and things that you would find in a pickling brine. And I don't mm-hmm. mean the salt and the vinegar. I mean the natural. I love pickle, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not trying to say the vodka tastes like pickle. It's not that. Mm-hmm. Because the major flavors of pickle are salt and vinegar. Mm-hmm. But the other things that are floating around in a good pickle jar, those are the flavors that people find in rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, so we use 20% of that, 10% white corn. The backbone, the, the base of almost every commercial vodka except Tito's, almost invariably is wheat. There's no, okay. there's, all, like, there's only one or two potato vodkas. That was an aberration. Um, it's almost all wheat, so we knew we needed to have it have that backbone, so it would be great in cocktails, but to be great straight up, to have a Polish person or a Russian person yeah. who grew up drinking their local indigenous vodka reach out and love steel Thai vodka, it's, and that's what we've been seeing. And some of the have come through here, friends of ours that work in restaurants and bars locally that are Psalms, they taste this stuff and they're like, what did you do? That's that is not like any vodka I've ever That's had. incredible. Like, I've never been yeah. able to have vodka on the rocks, whether it's Grey Goose or whatever. Yeah. Like, I could drink that on the rocks. Yeah, and you, you just had it neat with no rocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got it. That was neat. You don't even need neat. to chill it. Yeah. I that mean, if you stick this in your freezer, people, here's the one problem, the one little fault, if I want to even get that daring and call it that. Um, we, when we launched it in February, there was, there's an event here every year in Jupiter called Artie Gras. It's yeah, a big out on the streets yeah. in the neighborhood called Abacoa. And we donated rum the last several years to help them. It's the, you know, it's a local group that does, it's the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And so we donated the vodka this year for the first time. They never had vodka donated and we never made vodka before that. Literally, we finished the recipe about a week before we were supposed to get it to them, and we filtered it in and bottled it and gave it to them. And people kept coming to my tasting tent on Abacoa at the Artie Gras, thinking that they had a weak drink. It was vodka lemonade, and they were like, there's no vodka in this, this is lemonade. And I went, okay, have another. And I'm not trying to sell stuff at the bar tent. Just have one more and come to me and tell me if you don't have a buzz. It's 80 proof, but it tastes like it's half that wow. because it's so smooth wow if there's a knock on my really my smooth. company's brand new vodka it would only be that it's so smooth that it can get lost in a cocktail people are so used to jet fuel vodka right yep. yeah that if it doesn't have like a a little burn at the <laughs> end something up yeah. the no, back you yeah. throw it into your burn. nose yeah no yeah. it's got to be a burn yeah i get it yeah no, so because for me i've never had this is something special. and the guy i got some wild stories about vodka wild oh dude not about vodka about yeah. what happened with you and vodka like, like well, once yeah. once vodka's in your system yeah then we, i got some shit flips upside down wild oh, all i gotta say is Stone porterhouse that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say that's it <clears throat> fair enough say anything else anyway so iguanas let's talk about iguanas do they like Rich Stern says did you hear about the pool boy that was shot in the leg someone tried hitting an iguana and missed stories on her facebook did you hear about that? Because I know you're no, patrol. Where was that? Had to be in Florida. Because, I do know. Florida's uh, uh, <laughs> are a super yes. invasive species in Florida, oh, no. and I want to talk about it right now. Yeah. I gotta say something about the iguana situation. So I'm a I love animals. Big big pro animal guy. Iguanas are getting out of line. It, it, it's crazy. I don't know if you guys know everything that's going on with iguanas right now yeah. in South Florida. Not Northern Florida. They don't want no business in Northern Florida. It's like Florida. Jurassic Park in the park. It's it fucking <laughs> Jurassic Park. I play golf on Saturday in Delray Beach, Florida. Delray Beach Golf Club with my boy Joe Scandato. We had a great Joe time. Joe Scandato, shout out. What's up? Shout out, shout out, shout out. We had a great time. But we didn't play with them. We played among them. 
They were yeah. everywhere. And they, everywhere. They, you, and they're huge. They shit like dogs. And they have salmonella. They're the contaminated shit with salmonella. So you got to be careful when you're walking your dog because if your dog even licks iguana shit, that. salmonella, they're going to be in trouble. So actually, uh, iguanas have recently become an invasive species over the last couple of years in the state of South, in South Florida specifically, yeah. because they're not native to South Florida, but they're able to flourish in our climate. And, and in the waters, the canals. Yeah. Dude, if they a dog swim. or a cat chases one, yeah, they yeah. fucking, they jump in the alligator They could Jesus the walk across the water, they could swim, <laughs> they, they literally can, like, yeah, they lay no, a lot of eggs. They lay 70 eggs. eggs in one birthing, 70 eggs. They are flourishing. That's there are many. iguanas everywhere, too many eggs. and they well, survive like turtles, the birth. That's the crazy thing about yeah, it. Turtles so are in danger. We have. And we need them. I mean, I moved down to Florida 19 years ago, and in 19 years, the influctuation and the increasing population of iguanas is out of control. They could dig underground. They could ruin the infrastructure of your home. They could ruin power lines. They can, if they bite your, your your pet, they could kill your pet. Oh, and by the way, those big-ass tails will yeah. slash at a dog or a cat, cut their belly open. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, they're the, sharp the, like an alligator. Yeah, yeah. The, the scales That's, on an iguana's tail, especially the bigger they are, males could grow up to 20 pounds and be 5 feet long. The females could be 5 feet long, 7 pounds, so they're, a little, they're thinner. The males are much fatter, they have different colors. They climb trees. So the, the, the Florida State, they're up high. The Florida State law is you could actually shoot to kill with a pellet gun. You could crack them over a head, over the head. The state law is if I know they a lot are of on your property, you could kill them. I know a lot of guys in the Keys who go into the mangroves on like a flat skiff with a spear gun and shoot them with a spear gun out of the branches. It's actually illegal, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying they, I know people they, who yeah, do it. Yeah. It's news to me. Yeah, it's illegal. There's certain ways you can kill them. One way or the other, they're it's eating them and they're making it into gotta food. One shot, one it's got to be a headshot. So you gotta like it's like pellet, pellet gun. You have to use a pellet gun. You can't use anything higher than a pellet gun. Okay. You cannot use a bow and arrow or spear gun. Can't use. So a, it's all my friends arm. in the Keys no. who are posting pictures on your Facebook. Knock that shit off. Yeah, knock that shit off. And even though, look, it's weird the way the the way the state. I didn't know it was illegal. Only because all my yeah no there's certain legal ways of doing yeah, it. It's got to be humane. I mean, if, if you uh, hit it with a shovel, it's got to be one shot. I'll put it this way: if you got a if you got a pellet gun and you shoot it and you miss its head, don't kill it and injure it. You have to move on, it, on to the next one. Got to move on to the next one. It'll it's got to be one shot into the water and drop. Yeah, right. So, Understood. Headshots only. So headshots with your folks. pellet gun. Headshots. So all you Call of Duty motherfuckers, this is your chance. To in this case, we're spelling duty Call differently. Duty. D-O-O-D-Y. <laughs> Call of Duty. Iguanas. All right, wait, wait. Let me put this disclaimer because you got your shirt on. In no way are we saying go out to Walmart, get a pellet gun, and start hunting. This is not an animal cruelty thing. This is not yet. Just this is an environmental thing, thing legitimately. And also, be up. careful if you're going to go ahead and do this. you got to make sure you're not walking around your house or whatever with, with a, a gun because it looks like a... Real and you yeah, don't want the cops to yeah, you get involved. You don't want the cops blowing up your house. There's another thing you to that. Want Popo rolling the up. best thing, the best thing to do is call wildlife or call Animal the trappers. Yeah. Do it. But yeah. if you are going to be the kind of person who's going to, if you are take the shot, American sniper, you go ahead. Which and take there shot. was ever only. You are, there is a law that you can, if they're on your property, you can kill them. You can kill them. Yeah. But here, look, one very important thing: in firearm safety, there's a very important 
concept called always be certain downrange the theory. Yep. What's behind the thing you're shooting? Because if you be miss and there's a house there, there's a kid, a swing set, a, anything where there's humanity or even pets, anything you don't want to kill, do not pull that trigger. You know, no. I, I think this is a great opportunity. There's You named one of the four rules of firearm safety. This is a great point. you know the other three? I've been drinking. <laughs> well, you're the ex-cop, so yeah. you may as well talk I mean, about I was it. raised by a... Ex-cop in, ex-cop in Colorado, this man right here. <laughs> downrange theory. Yeah, the, the downrange theory is a big part of it. Always be certain of your target and beyond. Keep your finger off the trigger and out of the until trigger guard. Until you're ready to fire. Exactly, until you're ready to fire. Uh, don't point your gun at anything you're not willing to destroy. Right. You know the last one? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Don't stick it up somebody's butt pull the trigger. <laughs> Yeah, that's the fourth one. Thank you. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It is the fourth one because it isn't that. Yo, it isn't that. I don't know. I thought oh, it was right for a second. Uh, oh, treat every firearm of it as if it's always loaded. Oh, definitely. For that's sure. the fourth uh, one. Okay. That's okay. the fourth one. Yeah, I did know all those. I just <laughs> forgot right now. That's the fourth one. Yeah. And we're out of cocktails. So yeah, we are. And I think we're out of time. I think we're going to shut it down. We're out 32 minutes in. An I hour and 32 minutes? Yeah, we're in. Pop in, pop in real quick. I want to say something right now. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I love what I do. I love having gentlemen like this on my show. It's amazing. It's Most importantly, it is a pleasure. Thank you. It's an honor to be with you. Thank you. The most important thing is, I love the fact that I have my listeners that tune into my show. It's so exciting for me. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to have Dana Shaw on the show. So much fun to have John Moore on the show and be here at this amazing facility in West Palm Beach, Florida, the Warehouse District. Piece of history. Steel, tie, spirits. This building built since 1925. Unbelievable, amazing place. Black coral rum. Every time you buy a bottle, one dollar goes to the veterans. It's amazing. This is what America is all about, and I love being in a place like this. We so, love having you, brother. We love having you. Can I throw in one more thing? I throw it in, baby. Totally chuck forgot. it, baby. Chuck so, it. Just chuck it. Back to the fact that you and I both have a relationship with Amy and Annie and Dan yep. and everybody else at Death or Glory. This Thursday, 48 hours from now, we are having a food and cocktail pairing thing. One of my best friends in the world, Jules Mavramatis, runs the. Milagro and Montelobos tequila and mezcal portfolio. Mm. She and I are doing rum versus tequila cocktail pairings for Chef Johnny's uh, Caribbean dinner, not Caribbean, um, Gulf of Mexico dinner. Uh, call up Death or Glory and uh, reserve your seats. There's only a few of them left. I think there's like eight seats left. Let's do it. And, um, you know, we, it's, I think it's 65 bucks a person. I'll add a little tax and tip or whatever on there. But call them up mm-hmm. and get the information. It's going to be so delicious. Johnny's a genius in the kitchen. Jules created Key West's first great craft cocktail bar, which happens to be a tequila and mezcal bar. And um, a little bit of a nerd on cocktails, too. So we're going to see what we can do to create some of the best cocktail and food pairings that anybody in the near has had in a while. John Moore, thank you Worth so much. Worth it. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having us Thank you so much. Dana Shaw, thank you for tonight. Man. I fucking love you, love brother. Love this shit. I love all you guys. Thank you for tuning in. It's been amazing. West Palm Beach, Florida, Warehouse District, Steel, Thai, Spirits Distillery, Black Coral Rum. What the fuck is up, motherfuckers? Get yourself a drink. Get your ass over here. Have a good time. Amazing this. people, just like John Moore. Buy here. this. Come visit us and do it. I want to give you a sh- uh, just a, a little snippet let you know. Next episode, we got episode 47, 
Joey Beltran, UFC baby, UFC fighter. He performed in the Bare Knuckle Championship and won by motherfucking knockout. Love this guy, straight out of California. Check that interview out. I already did it. We're going to release it next week. I love these guys here at, at Steel's Thai Spirits. Love Dana Shaw. Love this man, John Moore. Do me a favor, subscribe. You gotta subscribe on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank Get involved. You. Yeah, bro. Five stars. Have Five a like stars, baby. Find the guy thing on uh, Facebook. Find it on, on Instagram. Find it on YouTube. Find it everywhere you can find it. Search, like, comment, subscribe. Be a part of this. Get a part of this community, man. We wanna hear from you. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. You, you forgot. Who, who won the free bottle? Melissa De Jesus. Yeah, bro! Congratulations, Melissa. You are the free rum bottle winner of Black Coral Rum. Congratulations. You got it. You win the bottle. Come to Black Coral Rum. Come to Steel Tie Spirits Distillery here in West Palm. 1615 Clare Avenue, C L A R E, West Palm 33401. And we're open Thursday through Sunday. We open up at noon. We do cocktail classes on the weekends by, uh, by appointment if you want to. Uh, learn how to build cocktails. You know how you never leave a uh, cooking class hungry? Well, you know, you can extrapolate that out. Anyway, <laughs> we love it. We're going to want to make sure the world is a tastier place and we want you to be a part of it. Yep. God Thank bless you. everybody. Take care. Yourself. God bless you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Do it. <laughs>